Oh boy, am I so late. Hopefully Ben won't be too mad at me. I think it'll be alright, but you know how he can get. Actually, do you know how he can get? Uh, well, there yes, he hello. is. Hey, it's Ben Lawrence. Pogody. Uh Hey, um, so, uh, am I just going? Is that, okay, cool. Uh, we, you are going with me on a trip, Ben. I am. It's been a long time since we've done one of these. Oh, God, what are we doing today? We're going to Pizza Hut. In Glen Carbon, which is near Edwardsville. Glen Carbon? Yeah, um, you actually were in Glen Carbon, I believe, at I one was. point in time. Um, oh, like the toy store? That Glen Carbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glen Carbon's not a dude in Egypt. <laughs> um, so, uh, the other thing is that I, I kind of want to stop by Green Earth grocery also so we're gonna do that are you are oh, you wait. with the family or are you on your own i am on my own ben <laughs> okay it's just me you heard me talking to jennifer uh, did i uh asking her yeah well sort of i said is it just me and she was like yeah so, <laughs> so oh it's, that's it it's your job to go get dinner for everybody yes okay i get you yes so um I would like you to know, if you didn't know already, that I have given myself a haircut. You have? Which you may or may not have seen. I don't think so, because you're not on the Instagram. I am not on the Instagram, but I hear that you are very active on the Instagram. I have, I have termed it the keytar of haircuts. Uh, <laughs> it is... It is the... 80s curly hair mullet guy thing. Uh, I, it's it's hard to describe. It's not like your stereotypical hockey hair mullet, but it is a mullet in that the longest bit is in the back. Okay. Um, I and I I feel that it's the cheapest semi-professional haircut available because I don't have to have anyone. Uh, fix the back for me. Now, would would if you termed it the keytar, would the party in the in like, the back be the uh, well, the well, uh, guitar or the keyboard? Uh, the the so the the keytar. If you're not familiar, are you familiar with the keytar? Of course, I'm familiar yes. with the keytar. Right. I think I just proved um, it. The basic idea is that the the person playing the keytar right is derided. Uh, it, it, the keytar has had a bad rap. Um, and also, this haircut is the haircut that the person playing the keytar <clears throat> might have. Those are the two defining uh, characteristics of it. Uh, and why did, you, why did you give yourself this haircut? Normally when people, especially dudes, cut their own hair, it never turns out as expected. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I had done this once before. When it wasn't as long in the back, that's actually the last haircut I had. Uh, so I figured it would go okay. And it seems to have gone all right. It's not, you know, 
good, <laughs> but it's the type of haircut that you can let it grow afterwards, and in a week or two, it'll be fine. That's the way I'm looking at it, anyway. Uh, right. But I have I have shown up to work with my haircut, and people have commented that it looks nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, people have commented that it looks like a haircut. No, well, well, they have, they have. Uh, did you get your haircut? Oh, it's nice. Someone even called it sharp. Now, granted, I am in the Midwest, and as Jennifer's pointed out, the haircut that I have is the haircut of somebody who was good at sports in high school. <laughs> and, right. And never left that area. So, <laughs> like, I get it. It's it's true. Once when uh, I was uh, when I was working at uh, Vulcan, my supervisor was Argentinian, and uh-huh. I got a haircut one day, and I came into work, and he said, he he commented on my haircut, and I don't know if he said it's very ergonomic, aerodynamic, or economical. And really, couldn't it be all three? It could have been all three. Okay, now. I am in a store, and so I am going to be somewhat quiet. Why don't you tell the people something interesting? <laughs> tonight, it's, uh, tonight at NXT Theater is the April version of Spin the Bottle, Seattle's favorite primetime cabaret. It's no longer Seattle's favorite late-night cabaret because it's no longer at late night. And unless you consider 8 p.m. late night, and I know some people do. Some people who work early in the morning and have to go to bed early in the evening. Yeah. True, true. But um, uh, I, I would be one of those people. Yeah. I would consider that to be the last thing I do in the evening. But your friend, your friend of mine, Cole Hornaday, will be hosting tonight. Oh, nice. We like Cole. Cole is good. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting uh, some Amy's vegan cheese pizza snacks. Wait, so you're going to Pizza Hut, but you're also buying pizza snacks? Oh, for myself. Is Thursday pizza night at, uh, at Shea Goody Pratt? Uh, it has become pizza night. Anything and everything it was not pizza my... and pizza related. Yeah, it was my plan, but, but now here we are. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with it. Um, but the main thing is that I'm also getting... The stuff I like, it's called Zenify. It is a uh, stress relief soda. A stress so relief it, soda? Yeah, so it feels like I'm having a uh, energy drink, and yet I'm not. <laughs> because it contains depressants. No, just anti-stress stuff. <laughs> Like okay. kale, I don't know what, um, what sort I don't, of. I don't think so. All, what sort of are all natural ingredients constitute stress relief? Um, Seems like something that would be different for everybody. Let's see. It's got uh, a lot of vitamin C, a lot of B vitamins, um, stevia, but that's just for flavoring. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, but you like it. But that's all. I but I like it, and that's the main thing. So, 
I'm, oh, no, that's way. I'm looking for uh, anything else that I might want, like a protein bar or, ooh, chocolate bars. And they're, they're vegan chocolate bars. I'm going to get that one. And then I'm going to get another Zenify. And I think I'm ready to check out now. There might be a, a brief pause while that happens. Uh, you've been good so far. I figure you will be fine now. I only hope that um, we didn't have battery check at the beginning of the show, but I hope I the fine. hope the batteries are good. I believe they are. Um, Hello. Hi. Shall we listen? And I will not need a bag. Sounds good. There's a great. There's a great Venn diagram out there where in one circle there's a beaver playing a guitar and in another circle there's a duck playing a keyboard and in the middle there's a uh, a keytar playing platypus which I think is really uh, clever yeah that is, that is better would you like your receipt? Um, no that's good uh, thank you very much I'm talking to my friend Ben <laughs> who lives in Seattle, Washington, and he just told me about a Venn diagram that he saw. And tell me if I've got this right. Uh, on one, it's a what playing a what? It's a duck playing a keyboard. A duck playing a keyboard. On the other side, there is a... Beaver playing a guitar. Beaver playing a, a guitar. And where they intersect. And then in the middle is a... Platypus, platypus playing, playing a guitar. Clever. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. Okay, so now I'm just, off to just out from, from, Pizza from, Hut. From my my end, once you hit the punchline for that, all I heard was silence, and I could just imagine a blank stare coming from whoever oh, you were no, talking no, to. No, 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 no. They they appreciated it. <laughs> appreciated it. Okay, so Ben, Paul, uh, astute people who are listening to this will know that. What I bought at Green Earth was about $17. I didn't hear that part. I was probably talking, but okay, 17 bucks. And then they asked, do I need a receipt? Uh, at which point... Wait a second, $17? That seems high. Did you pay cash or card? Uh, I paid with a card. Let's see if it's gone through yet. It should be fine, no matter what. I will be. Oh well, actually, it was. I guess it was sixteen. And if you round up, um, see the thing is, it's uh, it's okay. I'm still going to do it this way. I have a spreadsheet that I keep all of my transactions on. Yeah. And so I'm just putting this down as seventeen dollars. And then if I'm wrong. It's okay, because I, I just have extra money at the end of the month. <laughs> uh, uh, I uh, I keep a spreadsheet as well, and oh, but only if I pay with a card. If I if I pay something with cash, I don't need to mark that off. Well, okay. Here's here's a question for you: When you get the cash out, do you mark it off? Of course, because it affects yeah. my bank balance. Exactly. But like, See, if, I, if I, I if I buy a donut with said cash, I don't need to write that down. Right. Exactly. Yes, I would agree with that. And why would you? You're double dipping at that point. And uh, you're, you're, 
you're actually going to be off. Unless, you know, unless the point of the spreadsheet was to tell me how I was spending my money, which I don't need to uh, know how I'm spending my money. I just need to know if I and my bank agree about how much money I have. Yes, I am exactly the same. Well, mm, I do have a budget. <laughs> and uh, there is a there's a pool uh, that uh, go, you know, for each little thing, which can be annoying uh, in case uh, for Jennifer or Betty, if they need to borrow any cash from me. Right. Well, because I will ask them what it's for <laughs> so that I can put it on the And then the they get mad at you for prying. I don't... Oh, oh, I thought you said... <laughs> I was, you said prying. I thought you said they get mad at me for crying. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I do hate spending money. That is true. But it doesn't get that bad. What is it for? What is it Why? for? Uh, Why do you need... When I remember when I was um, when I was a teenager and had my license and drove to school every day, I asked my parents for, for gas money pretty much every other day. And they, uh -huh. they just, without hesitation... Hand, well, may, there was some hesitation. Uh, but they handed over a 20 to me. Yeah. I could have been running a really good scam. Because they never, yeah, they never I mean, proved that I was spending that money on gasoline. But it was, know, there's a, it was their fault for moving, you know, a county and a half away from my high school. True. I mean, whose fault? Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. My uh, friend Bob uh, was our roommate in college. And he uh, decided that he would go ahead and figure out all the bills for us. Which he, which he did. <laughs> You, he had unchecked and, power, and there and there's a couple of times when I think at one point in time I had a heart to heart with him and I asked him. So here's the question: Did you ever round up? And he was like, "Yes." Often I would round up. So, so you know, the idea basically that as sort of a a tax man's fee, I don't know what you would say, uh, an accounting fee, an accounting yeah. fee. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we had, at one point in time, three roommates, four roommates, whatever. He would uh, split it up in such a way so that everyone was paying just a little bit more. And then, you know, he would have, like, extra money. Well, you know... I it, don't want to... When it comes... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I've lived in shared houses before where, where three yeah. to four people split the bills. And um, I got to say, if... Um, as long as the bills are getting paid on time, yeah, you know, I, I I'd probably be okay with like rounding up to the nearest dollar as a sort of a um, a tip for whoever's taking yeah. care of paying the bills on time and collecting and collecting all the money from the roommates. All right, I'm trying to remember where Pizza Hut is. I think, and the reason I say I'm trying to remember where Pizza Hut is. Uh, some stuff has shifted in, in Edwardsville, uh, where the Burger King used to be, there is now a Freddy's and Freddy's. Are you familiar with Freddy's at all? Are, are we talking about, um, no, but, uh, Fred Meyer is often called Freddy's, but there's, uh, <laughs> but we had a burger joint here called Freddy's Jr., which just closed. Okay. But is this a, so is this, this is a Midwestern chain called Freddy's? 
this is called Freddy's. It is a burger place, and and it's it is a chain. Um, it's a cross between a McDonald's and a Steak and Shake. You don't know what Steak and Shake is either, though. Yeah, no, we got them here. Uh, oh, no, okay, wait, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Shake Shack. I'm sorry, St- but I'm Steak and Shake. I'm assuming is kind of the same thing. Is it a burger joint, uh, or is it like a Sizzler? Uh, it is. It is. Yes. It's famous for steak burgers, they will often say. Steak burgers. Yeah. But I think <laughs> Pizza T-Bone Hut burgers. is in this group. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the, the famous, it's not chopped ham, it's chopped steak. Uh, Freddy's uh, is steak burgers and frozen custard right across from Steak and Shake. <clears throat> not to be outdone, of course, by the, uh, or it is outdone, by the schnooks which is a grocery store that has another Schnucks directly next to it. And the reason for this is that Schnucks bought out uh, Shop and Save, which is another food uh, place around here, uh, and converted the Shop and Saves into Schnucks. But <laughs> the Shop and Save that they bought, in, in our case, I mean, there were bunches of Shop and Saves bought out by Schnucks. Uh, in our case, it is the one that is right next to the other. You know, I would schnooks. I would find that unusual, but I live in Seattle where there where the Starbucks where next there's to a, a Starbucks, Starbucks next to a Starbucks across the street from another Starbucks. Uh, and you might yeah. remember when we worked in the International District, there was a Tully's right across the street from a Tully's, which yes, is great. I I do remember that. Um, well, wait a second. I know the Tully's that was in our group. Yeah. Our little there was, area. Where there, was the there other was Tully's? There was one right across the street in the Wajamaya building. Oh, okay. It didn't last right, very long, why. oddly enough. But it was there for a yeah. time. I actually remember, is it when you kind of go in through the front doors and then later on it became this weird burger place? Yeah, like the front door where you had to walk up the stairs to get to the main level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I love that Wajamaya, right, so, by the uh, way. I mean, we of course, you and I have uh, a fondness for the store because that's where we bought the fish to throw at Joseph. But it also has one of my favorite Korean barbecue joints, Shilla, which I ate at probably two to three times a week for lunch when I was working down there in Vulcan. You know, I don't think I ever ate there, even with you. Oh, man, it was the best. Yeah, I, I think I just wasn't... No problem. I don't think I was eating barbecue at the time. Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking at this uh, thing at Pizza Hut. It's the 16 cheese filled pocket overflowing with a five cheese blend. Ultimate cheesy crust pizza. Wait, it do you is eat? amazing. Are you, are you still vegan? What's, what's your diet these days? Uh, Jennifer Pratt, P-R-A-T-T. Um, yeah, it varies. <laughs> I, I'm halfway and halfway. Okay. Uh, have you moved on? How's, basically, like, have, here's, you, have you moved on from your liquid diet? How's your tooth doing? Yeah, yeah. I once, once, yeah. Once the tooth actually got better, uh, for my my idea of always wanting soup uh, diminished. I bet. And it was for convenience sake. There are times when I would just want to run and grab stuff, and yeah. So, so um, okay. So here's here's the thing, and Blair can can uh, maybe back me up. I don't know, uh, but I was told basically dietary restrictions. A lot of times, free food huh? is sort of 
Oh. Uh, if, if food is free, yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of doesn't have to be. Thank you very much. Uh, just writing down a little I think thing here. That's cool. I I don't know about that. I think a lot of a lot of it depends on why you have your food restrictions. For some people, yeah. it's just because their bodies can't like eating something like dairy, or like um, or gluten, like really Thanks messes them up. You too. Yeah. Like makes them feel sick. Uh, or makes them get sick in in certain cases. Whereas if you're not eating dairy for, for say, s socioeconomic reasons, then yeah. you might be you, you know you might accept a free cone of ice cream, of like dairy ice cream, <laughs> if you're in the mood. Yeah. Well. Well, I'm thinking more like, um, oh, you know, I can't eat. Here's here's the here's the example. I can't eat. Uh, let's say I don't eat beef. Yeah. Right. And I'm at somebody's house, and they're serving everybody hamburgers. Right. Right. Now, as a moral stance, right, I might say, oh, I don't, I don't eat beef, uh, because of the purity of my body, and I don't want beef <laughs> in me. But if I if I, <laughs> oh God, uh, if I am. Um, you know, having a different uh, reason because I don't think cows should be killed. Right. Well, by rejecting that burger, what am I doing? You know, a cow has now died needlessly as opposed to me eating the cow. My, so I don't know. It's, it's weird. My, uh, my body is a temple, meaning it's been neglected for hundreds of years. Okay. And so it's just here's, been found here's a crazy in the middle thing. of the forest. That just happened. I gave the person that I, that was, waited on me. Yeah. Uh, a four dollar tip. What was what was the total uh, amount of the food? Uh, eight dollars. You gave them a fifty percent chip uh, tip. <laughs> yes. Nice. And and that's good for them. Not so bad for me. I mean, it's <laughs> it's you know. Now did you do the reason? Yeah. The why reason did... was. Because you were talking to me uh, and you got distracted? I was talking to you the entire time that they were trying to check me out. And and I was like, okay, this is worth uh, a little extra. And I think that they appreciated it. Uh, they... Because I was like, okay, I'm not going to break... Because the people at Green Earth, they know me, you know. Uh, and I said, I'm talking to my friend Ben. Yeah. And all that. This guy... You know, he's working at Pizza Hut. Wait, no. He's working a, a long day. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to work at a work. You know, long hours at a Pizza Hut. Um, and your and I and yeah. In in this case, I didn't think. Oh, I'm talking to my friend Ben on a podcast. Was gonna be as right. I'm sure. You it's, know, it's something he hears every day. Let me ask you something. Yeah. You said you so spent. I did eight... a commercial for them too, though. You said. Yeah, no. Uh, today's ultimate cheesy crust pizza. Today's episode is brought to you by Pizza Hut, um, which yeah. I don't even think we have here in Seattle. But never mind that. You you spent eight dollars. You know, never mind the tip. Eight dollars on a pizza. How big and how many toppings are on this pizza? Because that sounds like a really good price. Oh, it is. It is. It's a really great price. Um... And it is, uh, uh, how much? I would say, probably it's a medium, I want to say. Okay. 
uh, which is good. <laughs> because I am. And and what's on it? Uh, yeah. I don't want to. I really don't want to open it because. Well, no, but the like boxes keeping it. We don't need to know warm. what's on it, but like uh, it's not my it's not my pizza. Uh, it's a pizza Jennifer ordered for her and Betty. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, so like probably two to three toppings. One, you know, for Jennifer. One for Betty. Yeah. Because uh, I am. Um, oh. We we had. There's a. <laughs> is something wrong? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, oh no, uh, there's a there's a stink bug in the car. <laughs> no, that's just your pizza. Hey, come on! I'm rolling down the window front. Go on, little guy. There you go. Last time we had a panel jumper live on in la last February, I've I've started doing this thing where I buy pizza for the green room. You know, to feed the performers. Oh, nice! And, yeah, that's and, good. You know, it's 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 because we don't pay them a lot. It's you know, it's just like an appreciation that they can uh, you know have some food if they eat pizza. Yeah. I bought. What did I buy? I bought like two larges, one like full of meat, one just vegetable, and one gluten-free vegetable pizza. And that was it. Just like two 16-inch pizzas and like a 10-inch pizza. Yeah. With the tax and the delivery charge and everything and the tip, I dropped over eighty dollars. Wow, that is crazy. I just drove by a police officer, by the way, uh -oh. and so far nothing bad has happened. You're not. That's all. You're not holding the recorder up like a phone, are you? Uh, no, no. But I do have my eyes closed and I'm nude. <laughs> Both of those things, probably. Is that not is that not legal in in uh, Illinois? Is this illegal now, your officers? <laughs> your officers. If striving I naked, to say you're, blindfolded I, I, is legal, then I don't want to be right. I was trying to say your highness, <laughs> but instead it became your officers, which I think is a nice, a nice honorific for the police. I believe. Your officers. Your officers. So so, but here's this is the basic idea. If somebody were to give me a free piece of pizza, I would eat it. Right. And I know that because somebody gave me a free piece of pizza. Right. Um, We've... However, if I'm buying food for myself, yeah. uh, I would not buy a pizza. Yeah, we've. I, I think we've talked about this before where you and I are of the same opinion where our, our sense of gratitude and politeness overpowers our our uh, need for just eating only things that we like yes. because if I if I'm at a dinner party and like you know the entree is you know because I, I don't have any dietary restrictions but there's certain foods that I like to avoid just because I don't like them but let's yeah. say you know the entree includes you know goat cheese or whatever or you know it, meaning that I don't really care for goat cheese I'm gonna eat it because I want to be polite I'm not gonna be like no sorry can we order well, a pizza? Well, here's, here's a really great example. Um, there's a uh, sports bar around here that serves the Impossible Burger. Uh, in, the Impossible Burger, yeah. hawked by Reggie Watts at one point in time. Uh, I have had it before, and I really like it. In this case, their Impossible Burger uh, is uh, goat cheese and arugula on it. And it's marked on their their um, menu as vegan, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe this! How on earth did they get vegan goat cheese?" And the answer is they didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's not vegan. The sandwich, the Impossible Burger is, but that's just like saying, "Hey, 
uh, let's go ahead and, and give somebody, uh, hey, would you like this kosher hot dog? Great. I'm going to smother it in cheese. All of a sudden, not kosher anymore. Right. That well, I think, I, think that's, of... I think that's why it's called the Impossible Burgers, because the, the goat cheese being vegan is impossible. Oh, no, no, no. Impossible Burger is the name of the patty. This is the thing. Uh, Burger King is serving it as well uh, on their Whopper. And what, So what is it? It's a, it's a vegan meat? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, um, very much... Uh, very much tasting like uh, a bad hamburger <laughs> in a good way I mean I'm, I'm not saying you know how, how you want like a thick juicy hamburger kind of right? Uh, right and instead you get sort of this sort of dry uh, I've had a lot hamburger. of I've had a lot of bad hamburgers in my day yeah this tastes like a real meat bad hamburger it's great uh, if you're looking for something that tastes like meat but isn't. Well, see, we are getting closer to lab-grown meat. I mean, I'm yes. sure we're a number of years away from it being oh. widely available, but they're they're making I, progress. In fact, allow me to suggest an idea that I came up with when I was talking to, uh, to Jennifer, um, because she said uh, something uh, was mostly M&M. Like, uh, maybe we were talking about a blizzard or whatever. Mostly M&M. And I said, the rapper? And then we laughed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> I swore, Ben. You just uh, did there, yeah. I, I said, um, <laughs> when, when lab meat becomes a thing, <clears throat> celebrities could actually market food made out of them. Right? Explain. If it's being grown from a culture... Okay, so if the meat is being grown, cloned, right? Cloned meat from a culture, Jay-Z could take some of his cells, however much is needed, and clone meat from him so that you can actually eat oh Jay-Z meat. <laughs> I, uh, is that, I is that how they grow lab-grown meat? I don't, I, I'm not quite sure of the process. I'm not really paid much attention to it. But is that is that something that they take actual living cells and just duplicate them? I believe so. I believe that's the idea, is that um, they are duplicated. It's grown, right, yeah. in a vat. Uh, but you start out with a culture, like you do a It's like a starter, starter, like a sourdough starter. Yeah, exactly. In this case, the sourdough starter would be Jay-Z, and you get, you know, a slab of meat that you could eat. And the reason, again, I use him as an example is he is an entrepreneur. I think this might be something that he would pursue. Or or maybe Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. He's a, oh, that, He seems yeah, to get yeah. into a lot um, of, of uh, entrepreneurial spirits. Let's see. Who else? Um, Elon Musk, of course. <laughs> Musk meat. Musk meat. It almost sells itself. It doesn't. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, but anyway, so that's that's uh, an idea. Um, and s sort of apropos, I had a dream last night. Uh, uh, warning, dream warning uh -oh. for people who hate listening to me talk about my dreams. Yeah. Which is at least half of our audience. Um, <laughs> and half of our hosts as well. I had a dream that. Oh no. 
I had a dream that they had a reverse vegan thing where they were selling vegetables made uh, that from were cows. made out of meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so that's something. Almost Live that... had a sketch a number of years ago for uh, it was a farm where they put microphones near the vegetables and they invited vegetarians to come and kill the vegetables just so they can get the same sort of experience that meat eaters get. And the microphones picked oh, no. up all the screams and cries from the vegetables. Oh, no. So it shows, like, somebody hacking up a, a thing of lettuce, and you hear this really high-pitched scream in the background as the lettuce dies. Yeah, and, and that's a thing, right? Because plants can feel stuff. So... <laughs> I remember from The Wizard of Oz, how would you like it if somebody pulled apples off of you? Exactly. Or something to that effect. Oh, um, The Wizard of Oz, scarring children for generations. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the musical, uh, there was a silent Wizard of Oz film also. There are musicals, silent versions. <laughs> you just forgot to turn I the really... volume up. <laughs> no, no. But if you sync the silent version... <laughs> With, uh, oh, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I, but I was going to say, if you sync it up with Dark Side of the Moon, but you don't play Dark Side of the Moon. It's just you just put it next to the... It's a pretty cool experience. So, um, but here's the thing that I was going to say. Um, my feeling about pizza in general, is it still good? even though I normally don't eat the stuff in it, which is why these vegan pizza snacks are so good. Yeah. Because they, um, they really, I mean, there's, there's not a lot, <coughs> excuse me, not a lot resembling actual cheese in a regular pizza snack. I mean, it's sort of cheese, but it's also sort of melty processed cheese. And processed cheese is something that vegan cheese can do pretty well these days i don't I, I can't remember ever having vegan cheese i'm sure i did i mean i'm, I'm sure i have uh, at some point yeah maybe but what I, I, am i thinking of vegan cheese or am i thinking of um and heaven forbid we should go down this route again government cheese where it's it's uh it's like really oily and slick um is that okay vegan cheese? so here's here's the thing uh you might not uh surprise you to learn that I remember this discussion <laughs> about uh, government cheese and what Jennifer uh, determined Jennifer Fact uh my wife Jennifer who is standing or sitting very close to me right now oh you got uh, back home yeah now I'm walking inside um, was that there are many different types of government cheese or several different types I don't know about many uh, with different consistencies and, and manufacturing product processes. Uh, very similar uh, to vegan cheese. Vegan cheese also has uh, different styles and things. Which leads me to believe, Ben, that you might be thinking of both. They could combine in your head. And here's the funnest part. Um... I have a suspicion that not all government cheese 
but perhaps some government cheese contained some ingredients that we now find in vegan cheeses. So I'm As government just... cheese was set up to help dairy farmers, if, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think that any of it was, um, you know, completely milk-free, but I think some of it yeah. maybe had additives. Well, you know, that, if anybody uh, wants to learn about what we thought or did not know about government cheese, they can go back through our archives. I can't tell you exactly where that episode lives, but uh, go to goodylarns.com and click on the podcast button. Do a yeah. search for government Why cheese. Why don't you? Hey, wait, can you, can you search for stuff in the podcast? I don't know. Um, I can certainly. You should be able I to. I can certainly enable that function uh, on the Panelgebra website. I I put in a search box, but I don't think I don't think I did for the podcast site. Yeah, we totally should. I, I think that would be fun. Yeah. For the people. Oh, you can search. Yeah. Hey, look at that! I'm gonna do it right now. All right. Yeah. See if you can find it. I typed in government cheese. Hit OK. It's thinking. And it's still thinking, oh, and we find episode 104 on this hey, hey. from February 19th, 2018. On this President's Day episode, Jennifer schools Paul and Ben on the connection between the Silver Bridge and the Mothman Museum. Other topics include other local monsters and legends, the weather, what happens when it snows, jobs for life, the tent raft, why camping sucks, corrections from Jennifer Fact Checker, Fallout 4, Twitter sock puppet accounts, the NRA is laundering money from the Russians, Super Pac-Man, the Mandela effect used to be known as just getting something wrong, government cheese, prison <laughs> loaves, firearm ownership, and finally, of course, yelling for Betty. Well, that was a, oh that was my a, gosh. That was a heavy That's episode. more than a year ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I, man, it's all running <laughs> together, Ben. It it's is. It's all, yeah. We talked so, about government cheese on more than one episode, so that might just have been the day when I only wrote about it once, or wrote it in the show okay. notes. Uh, the only time I wrote it in the show notes. So, uh, in answer to your question, though, because I know everyone cares about what my diet is right now, um, <laughs> and clamoring, everyone's <laughs> like, please, Paul, tell us You don't more know how many emails I have to delete asking what your diet is zero i said you didn't know sir okay so four meals a day 400 calories each sounds reasonable so 1600 calories calories total um and it's it's weird again people diet you know when they diet um they have this calorie limit that they that they are like, oh, no, I'm going to go over my limit, whatever. A lot of times the reason that I have to do this uh, enforced calorie thing is because when I'm in diet mode, uh, I won't eat as much as I should be eating Right. sometimes. So it's to you, make a little healthy balance. You got to make sure you're getting your vitamins and nutrients. Four meals, 400 calories. <clears throat> um, and the, the reason about the four meals, right? Uh... I'm usually awake around 16 hours. If I eat once every four hours, um, anytime I start getting hungry, usually I only have like an hour left until it's time to eat again. Or if I've just eaten and I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to eat again. I've got a full four hours, so I have time to get my appetite back. So it all works out. Hmm. Um, it's pretty good. I... 
recommend it to anyone who wants to eat 1,600 calories. Whereas, Other than that, the math doesn't work out. I generally only eat two meals. I um I don't eat breakfast. I uh, just you sometimes have I just only usually have coffee. Every once mm-hmm. in a while, I'll have like maybe I'll have a bowl of cereal, or if I have time, I'll cook up a couple eggs. But I usually always have lunch and I always have dinner. Yeah. So, uh, is lunch normally around noon? What time do you normally? Or yeah, eleven noon, when do you... noon or one, depending on how noon or one. how early I get up that day. And what about uh, what about dinner? What what are we talking <clears throat> around what time? Uh, between seven and eight, typically on a typical day. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, you've you've basically halved my uh, my own process. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, I eat at seven, and then at eleven, and then at three, and then at seven again. What that means, of course, Ben, is if I stay up past 11 o'clock, I eat again at 11. Uh-oh. And then I normally go to sleep and don't eat again until 11 the next morning. So I just sort of shift everything. It doesn't happen that often, but it does happen when I play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> Uh, did I already tell you about all the socks I bought, Ben? I did, right? About I all the what? Socks I bought? I don't know. Tell me again. I bought 30 pairs of socks. 30 pairs? Good Lord. Were you? Uh, were you did you so not have any? I was at Old Navy. A lot <laughs> of my socks were... I, I have um, a lot of socks that were getting pretty old. And Old Navy had a sale on socks for a dollar. You could get these comfy socks. And I was thinking about the last time that I bought socks. And it was a, you know, 12-pack of socks. Yeah. And it was around $20 or so. so. And I was like, I'm, I can get, you know, almost twice, no, more than twice as many socks for, for $10 more. Yeah. I'm going to do it. So I bought all these socks that had lobsters on them. Your your dollar Their per sock ratio has really uh, gone down. Yeah, yeah. It's and uh and so far they're working out pretty well. I like them. I recently, I mean, I <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm 43 and I'm still of that mindset that I need to hold on to things as long as humanly possible until I cannot I can no longer uh uh use them such as socks where I I had to convince myself that you know, if one sock had a hole in it, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to throw out the pair. I don't have to keep wearing them. I can buy more socks. Yes, that's that's true. Here's here's something that I took a long time to learn, but now I'm totally good with it. Um, if I buy fresh fruit at the grocery store, I can eat it that day. In fact, I probably should. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Um, a lot of times I would, I would be saving my fruit for later. I don't know what that means, what? but I would, and, and it would go bad. Was this, and then I realized some, like from some sort of childhood trauma you suffered. I, I think when, when you say childhood trauma, I suffer, I think it's just the way that it was in the house that we would only be able to eat things at certain times. Right. You know, oh, we're saving these cookies for this time, or we're saving this, or whatever. Right. 
Um, and, and yeah, so the idea that I shouldn't eat all of these blueberries at once, I should save some of them, was probably, you know, the idea of rationing and all that, probably a big thing. But that's going to be my, my suggestion to, to people, even if we're starving and we find a whole bunch of peaches, we should eat these peaches now. <laughs> I know. Oh, and uh, canning peaches uh, used to be a thing that people would do in pioneer times. You're familiar with that, right? You put oh, yeah. in syrup and then of you... Of course. Yeah, okay. you make a preserve. So, I thought of a joke today Uh-oh. that I had heard a long time ago, and I told it to Betty. Um, the person said to the pioneer, hey, what are you doing with all those peaches? And he says, I eat what I can, and what I can't, I can. <laughs> Which I like a lot. Um... But she she was already primed to be mad at me. All right. Hey, so uh, uh, I think I have to go let yeah, someone go into the theater. But I know oh, cool. I, I know we have corrections. So what, what, while I get up and go let this person in, why don't you tell the people what corrections is? Awesome. In case they I, haven't I heard totally it before. Will. Yeah. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's your pal, Paul, here to tell you all about the one segment of the show that's pretty consistent, uh, not since the beginning of the show, but uh, we we got into it pretty pretty early, I suppose. Um, and that's basically this. I observed that people think they're smarter than they are, and the reason is because they can look stuff up on their phone now. And all of a sudden, we have this cyber part of our brain, this extension, cybernetic extension of memory. It's this false memory that we have on our phone and we rely on it more than we rely on our own memories now and i said to to ben hey you know we do this podcast we talk for an hour let's talk for an hour without using any reference materials whatsoever and see if we can still remember stuff now it used to be a trick where we would uh we would like actually ask questions and see if we could answer the questions we don't do that as much anymore we just talk but we still get things wrong and that's when my wife, Jennifer Fact Checker, uh, listens to the podcast episode and then lets us know what it is that we missed. And Ben, what are our corrections for this time? In the segment that we call Corrections. Ding! All right. Well, spoilers. I didn't uh, actually have to get up to let someone in because he just told me that he's a few blocks away. Um, oh, okay. So I'm assuming that he's going to text me when he's here. Anyway. Okay. Uh, oh, can we ask who it is? Yeah, it's Cole. Cole Hornaday. Cole Hornaday! Whoa, oh, Slice okay. of life, Cole Hornaday. Sorry, friends. Also uh, from uh, <laughs> Panel Jumper Live and uh, Perfect Bound Podcast. Uh, he gave me comic books a couple times, oh. and he's a great guy. It's nice of yeah. him. Uh, anyway, so yeah, these are corrections from Jennifer Fact Checker. Uh, we were talking about the chakras, of course. I think this is the third week we've mentioned the chakras. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. The root chakra, here's the deal with chakras. They relate to parts of the spine. So the root chakra is the base of the spine, from the coccyx to the sacrum. This area includes the anus, rectum, sigmoid colon, prostate, bladder, and urethra. And which chakra is that again? That's the root chakra. The root chakra is, uh, does it have a color? Does, don't all the chakras have a color? Yeah, but I'm not going to know what it them? is. All right. I think the throat is blue, I want to say, but I could be wrong. Is it yellow? Uh, I think the root chakra maybe is red. Red? Oh, boy. I wouldn't want my butt <laughs> chakra to be red. 
but who knows? Okay. Hey, well, does this good. chakra so look we... infected to you? Oh boy. We were talking about Final Fantasy movie. Were we talking about the Final Fantasy movie? Oh uh, yeah, we were. Um, I was talking about how there was a feature film uh, in the Final Fantasy universe that was all CGI, and it was one of the first all CGI movies. And the characters looked kind of realistic. They were based on uh, real people. Ah. Uh, I mean, they're voice actors and stuff, uh, sort of. Well, I don't remember that part. And they part, looked kind of like their voice but actors. But apparently, oh, okay. the name of the Final Fantasy movie is Final, is Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Ah, uh, yes. That sounds correct to me. All right. We were also talking about uh, uh, the Japanese internment during World War II. Yes. Uh, number three, the internment of Japanese-American citizens was only kind of national news. In many areas, the lead was buried. The internment affected the West Coast primarily, so you see headlines in San Francisco, Seattle, and L.A. papers. But the New York Times, for example, had minor articles in the interior pages of the paper about this, quote, evacuation, as it was yep. sometimes called. <clears throat> So that makes it, yeah, see, so what we were talking about a little bit was, um, like, my parents, for instance, uh, when I brought this up when I was in, uh, I guess, college, uh, were like, oh, I don't know about that or whatever. They demurred, <laughs> as you will. Um, and it turned out, I don't know if you used demurred correctly. Hey, something for corrections next time. <laughs> uh, but they, but they... They really didn't know that much about it, and it was suggested, of course, that you know they were young at the time. I don't know if you've, my mom would have been an infant probably around that time, um, so they wouldn't have known that news anyway. The adults probably wouldn't have told them, and it maybe wasn't widely reported on in the circles that they frequented. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we were uh, so moving on. We were talking about the the fr uh, the term the French have for when a non-suicidal person just stands at the edge of a cliff and has suicidal thoughts. Yes, um, it, the French term is l'appel du vide, which translates as the call of the void. That's right. I believe I mentioned that there was it was void related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we also but, talk, yeah, we also yeah. talked about romper rooms because uh, Betty was wearing a romper, and I thought if that had any yeah. connection to the romp, the term romper room, uh, she said we yeah. also called them rumpus rooms. It's a playroom, usually in a finished basement or spare bedroom. It had toys and a TV and the video game console or cabinet. And uh, rompers used to be made for little kids, so yes, the romper and romper room are related. And then she sent a picture of a lovely young uh, a lovely young gal wearing a romper. Aha! Uh -huh. and, and who was that lovely young gal? Is it? I don't know, it looks like a, just a Google image search for a romper. Oh, okay. Well, still, hooray! hooray. Rompers. And that is the end of corrections. Ding. All right, Ding. now I got now I gotta okay. go let Cole in. So give me two seconds. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, speaking of having let Cole in, hey Betty. Okay. So uh, while Ben is letting Cole on, uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, are letting Cole in. Uh, here, Betty, put put in put in this one. Okay. Uh, so Betty. Yeah. I have a question for you. What? Who is Horny Jeff? I hate you. I actually hate you. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
for for those of you that don't know, uh, there is a comic strip called One Giant Hand. And the guy who does the comic, One Giant Hand, uh, created this comic that, uh, Ben, we're going to have to link to it in the show notes uh, if we can. Once I listen to what um, you're actually saying. Okay, so so I, I can't I can't say much about the comic uh, because one I don't want to spoil it, and number two there's swearing involved. But the basic thing is that there's a comic. Uh, it's by this guy, uh, and it, the comic's called One Giant Hand, and uh, he he sometimes uh, people caution him. Hey, you better make sure that. You don't get in trouble for copyright infringement. And the latest one that he did is, I think, a big middle finger to the whole concept of copyright infringement. Right. And I will say this. Um, he is he is using the property of a famously litigious company. Hey, we have a special in, guest. Uh, why don't you say hello? Come here. Come here, Cole. Who, who in an inappropriate manner. Okay. There we go. Hello. Oh, it's Cole Hornaday. Is it Paul Goody? My stars and garters, yes, indeed. Well, how are you, Cole. Paul Goody? I am doing very, very well. Now, now, I've got a question for you, Cole. Yes. Comic book quiz. Okay. Oh, my stars and garters, who said it? That would be Heck McCoy the Beast. That is correct. Yeah. Now you need Dad, to for try bonus. This, guy. <laughs> th- this is a uh, this is a uh, Cole Horner day. This is my daughter Betty. Hi, Betty. On the other end. Hello. Hello. Cole. Cole knows a lot about comic books, Betty, and a lot of useless stuff. Um. So so <laughs> so it was not X Men, uh-huh. Cole. What comic book did I read? Uh, that featured Hank McCoy, and if you don't know right away, I can throw in some other characters. Well, no, g- give me the. I, I missed part the early part of your question. So what? Okay, so so I'm so I'm a kid uh, about Betty's age, Betty's thirteen, yeah, right? So we're talking, you know, eighties, yes, late eighties, right? Uh, it is a comic book that Hank McCoy is in, right? But it is not X Men. Okay. What comic book would that be? Well, that's a toughie because it could be the Avengers, but it also could have been the Defenders. The New Defenders. That is correct. In in fact, uh, Moon Dragon. Yes. Cloud. Cloud, by the way, transgender comic book character mm-hmm. in the eighties. That's right. And nothing. I. I. And as a kid, I didn't even think about it. But progressive. Well, we didn't really for... call them transgender back then. Those characters were frequently just, you know, androgynous. Oh was, well, well. In this new case, Cloud time. Cloud specifically changed sexes. Well, you are one intentionally. Up, you got a couple oh, legs gender up fluid on me, then, because uh, I actually didn't read the Defenders back in the day. Um, so anyway. Oh, oh, and and please, the new Defenders, Cole. Let's let's be <laughs> respectful of the Defenders uh, you I, came before. But uh, Cole, it, it is apropos that you're here because okay. uh, Betty and I. Uh, and now, uh, by force, her mother, mm-hmm. uh, have watched almost all of Gotham. Oh. No, I haven't! Uh, well, Betty's bookended <laughs> Gotham. I've watched all of Gotham. Okay. She watches the new ones with me, and she watches the earlier ones with her mom. Right. So she's spotty. But, um, I Betty... I kind of understand. Betty has her, uh, has a term that she has, uh, told to me... Mm-hmm. Which I like 
a lot. It is the benefer of the TV show Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty, can you tell the term to Cole? Nig Mobble Pop forever. Okay, now she left. Oh. Nig Mobble Pop. Nig Mobble Pop. I, I, something's getting lost in translation. I. Okay, what, I'm going to do it one more time. What is the phrase? Nig Mobble Pop. Okay. Mobble Pot. So it's, Nig Mobble it's Oswald pop. Cobblepot and somebody else. So it's Penguin Edward and, Nigma. Oh, of course. So it's the Riddler and, and, uh, and the Penguin. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As, a, as a couple, it's a, it's a thing girl. that people are hoping happens before Gotham ends. Oh, okay. Not well, everybody, you know, but, they, but a lot I of I just people. read today, they announced that the, this <laughs> is the last season me. for Gotham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right, and and Betty is uh, is is concerned because mm. we're winding down. Oh, uh, also, I think DC Universe is a good deal. I haven't heard you guys talk about it. I don't listen that often to the show, uh, but just as a layperson. But that's fine, not Paul, because I don't listen to the podcast either. So. Hey, well there you go. <laughs> hey, Ben and I, Ben and I don't listen to this podcast uh, all the time. I, um, but, but the, 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 uh, I feel like the Doom Patrol that they're doing, uh, mm-hmm. the TV show is pretty good. And Derek Mears as Swamp Thing hasn't happened yet, but I no. think I'm going to like that as well. Um, I'm actually excited by the, about the Doom Patrol. Uh, a dear friend of mine, um, managed to get me the first two episodes in a questionable way, and we won't go into the legalities of that. However, I, don't, I don't know what yeah. anything is like. So, but I did see the first, I think, five or six episodes of Titans where they introduced the Doom Patrol, and I, in, yeah. in just that brief introduction, I was actually quite pleased and tickled. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot to be appreciated about the Titans uh, TV show as well. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, I've been liking it. Um... The Niles Calder uh, that we have in the series proper, right. uh, they don't explain. Uh, they don't the, explain the, the change the of the recasting at all. Yeah, that was a bit befuddling yeah. to me. <laughs> but but I but I like him. I, I think cool. it's going really well. Um, oh, and also I've been watching uh, the the new Star Trek Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. Yeah, and again, I like it. Cool. I, I find it charming. Um, and again, I've a only big, seen a, a couple big... episodes because I, uh, uh, Ben and I will both uh, attest to we're a little bit reluctant to succumb or at least to enlist in the platform wars. Yes. Yeah. And and so far, the way <laughs> the way it's been working for me is um, I haven't noticed it as much. It's a it's a growing uh, column in my budget mm-hmm. for the month. But so far, all the different platforms have kept themselves relatively low. This is uh, true. But I had just so, have so darn many of them I'm paying for already. So. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is that I I will uh, as as seen with Twitter. If you get to a point where I can't deal with you anymore, mm-hmm. I I don't mind leaving. Although I, I will say, and Ben, policy. I don't know if Ben can hear or not. He can't. But, uh, he's I, um, he's uh, he's he's assuming that he uh, he, he grocks your end of the conversation. Um, yeah. But otherwise, yeah. I'll listen to it later. So here's something. I I did actually log into Twitter uh-huh. uh, to unfollow anyone who doesn't follow me. Wow. 
And then I lurked for a little bit to see if the platform was working any better. <laughs> and I still dislike it. Even So getting rid of the people who don't follow me, right? Mm-hmm. Means that technically, and, oh, and and you know, and and they were people I had already followed, which means that technically they're people that I am at least somewhat friends with, because that's one of the big things is that uh, I was seeing too many things by strangers, mm-hmm. right? Right. I've already turned off all retweets, and even then, Twitter has started uh, doing stuff like your friend replied to this person with this thing. Yep. Your friend liked this thing, and I've I've realized why. Um, I feel like economically Twitter can only be viable to people if they can force you to read things you normally wouldn't read. Well, that and they're capitalizing a, on your FOMO. I mean, it's a whole culture based on fear of missing out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben and I both watched uh, the, the Fire Festival documentaries, and that's what that was all about, was playing upon uh, that generation's uh, fear of being left out of something really exciting. Um, yeah. And, and I, I and there's a little part of me that feels that way about the platforms, about social media and all those. So, yeah, you're I, 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 I resonate with what you are putting down, brother. Here is here is the big thing is I am not going to get HBO mm. for Game of Thrones. Right. I am waiting until Lovecraft Country comes out. I, um, so that they will see that little uptick whenever I uh, I uh, I just I learned join. about Lovecraft Country uh, this last week and I need oh, to read the awesome. book. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You you should. It's a it's another Matt Peel Ruff project. A, so yeah, yeah. Matt Ruff is a is a guy who back when I was working for uh, an internet company interviewing authors, right? Granted me an interview, and it was one of the best interviews I'd had. Uh, and so I followed all the stuff that he was doing. And, uh, when, when I saw that it got picked up, I was really, really happy. Uh, and also, yeah, I, I saw us, uh, I think last weekend. I did too. Yeah. And, and it yeah. was, we could have a whole so podcast discussion great. just about us. So yeah, 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 exactly. The movie, but I don't think Ben's seen it yet. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. But well, Hey Cole, <laughs> let's, let's not, <laughs> let's not throw that out though. That's a, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, so we'll keep that in mind. Uh, i obviously, um, I it would be great if you come back and guest, uh, for a full episode sometime. That would be fun. That would, would be like fun. That. Well, why don't I deliver you back into the, the safe hands of our mutual, uh, co-producer, uh, Mr. Ben Lawrence. That sounds great. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Yep. See you later, Cole. Anyway. I like you. Okay. So, uh, Ben. Yeah. Do you realize that people who don't actually know uh, us and how things work would probably cynically look at that and go, oh, Cole Hornaday from the sister podcast just happens to show up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little little blatant cross promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, oh, and uh, speaking of blatant cross promotion, uh, we're at the end of the show. We are at the end of the show. Uh, I, I have to, once again, Paul's uh, podcast suggestions. No such thing as a fish. <laughs> I talked about it last time. I am listening to nothing but it, ah, and it's right. great. It is both funny and informative, and uh, and it's so good. That's great. I have no um, podcast suggestion uh, recommendation because I do not listen to podcasts. Yeah. That aren't uh, NPR and, and shows for whatever reason. I don't listen to podcasts when I am doing uh, coding. Yeah. But I do it when I am doing regular document stuff. Right. 
uh, it's just uh, my attention is easier. Right. In that case. Cool. All right. Well, Ben, we're well, we're at that time. We are. Uh, and and uh, as always, uh, thank you for talking to me. It is a highlight of my week. Yay! Even if you forget. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was in true true story. I was playing Conan Exiles, Duh. Uh, which was free to play on the PS4. I downloaded it, and it it really is just Minecraft. Uh, bad news uh, for the people who uh, who want to see the uh, the penis uh, slider. I'm sorry. I don't what? know if you're familiar with this. <laughs> uh, Conan Exiles, uh, when it came out, uh, was famous for it having full nudity ah. in uh, characters, and you could you had a slider about how big your wiener was. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and video games. Unfortunately, when it ported to the PS4, uh, it was not allowed. And so that is not an option. For better. It's only an option if you play it on a PC. For better or for worse. Uh, I think for worse, Ben. We can all agree <laughs> that running around in the jungle all floppy with your pickaxe is. It's, it, basically, you it is, keep it your is pick, totally Minecraft. Keep your pickaxe out of this, sir. Hey, all right. All right. And hey. And you keep it hey, wrong. Hey, I implore you, keep it wrong. I'll talk to you later. Please, I beg of you. All right. I'll talk to you later. For the ben. love of God. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, we are. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, turn this off. I turned that one off first this time. Yeah.